Join us today as we talk about Romans chapter 1, verses 18 through 32. Well, we're going to discuss that a relationship with God is a choice, but more importantly, what happened to those who chose not to have a relationship with God. Hello. And welcome back to our channel, Christ Be Known. I'm Teddy Stewart. And I'm Ron Stewart. We will be talking through God's Word on a weekly basis, unpacking the scriptures to achieve better understanding and explore ways to apply this understanding to our lives. If you're new to our channel, a little info about us. We're not experts in the Word of God, but we love to read the Word of God and seek a better understanding of the scriptures and to figure out ways to apply this understanding to our lives. Um, be sure to leave us comments and questions uh, about this week's study and how it applies to your life. We'd love to know. Also, if you want to use the study journal that we're using to study along with us, it's linked in the description box below. Let's get into it. Let's pray. Okay. Lord, Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this time that we have to gather us here, everybody that's online with us. Lord, it's because of your grace and your mercy that we want to come seek you more and show you praise. But for us to come to understand you more, to know you more, Lord, we just look to, look to follow you in our lives, to seek you in all that we do. So we give you the glory and you get all the praise. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Amen. And then, you know, the, the, the whole last part of this <laughs> can be summed up to look at the world around you today. Um, oh, yeah. But he, but I, I really like this first part. This, this, okay. So, for the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth in unrighteousness because what may, what may be known of God is manifest in them. It's evident in them. For God has shown it to them. For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. So, how is it that we have birds and other wild animals that don't have to go to Walmart and buy groceries to live? Mm -hmm. Okay, that's just one example. God's invisible attributes yep. are known to everybody. Everybody in the world knows there's a God. They may tell you they don't believe in God. No, the Bible's hogwash, whatever. They know. They are suppressing it Yes. with their unrighteousness. Mm -hmm. They're not wanting to admit it. Um, everybody knows there's a God. It's, it's evident. I like to see, you know, the, the ones who don't want to admit it for whatever reason, 
They can come up with all kinds of excuses. Now, now, you know, they can deny God all day long and tell you exactly why he's not. Or he doesn't real, whatever. doesn't exist. But everybody knows it, and there's evidence all around you. I think, I mean, this just made me chuckle. I don't know. I don't know why it didn't the first three or four times I read it. It made me chuckle just now when you read it out loud. And I think this is just how, how God works and works through his words. And, you, I mean, it's in context it makes sense, but when you just look at it and it says, for since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen. How do you see something clearly that's invisible? Read the next part of the sentence. And so I'm just just yes. reading that. It's like, okay, nice humor, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice, nice humor. Uh-huh. Um, I just, I just thought, I just thought that was funny. I mean, I, 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 I get it. It just, if you just read that and stuff, there, it's like, okay, I know, huh? Okay. I see. But no, that's a good point. That's why context matters. Mm-hmm. Context matters. You, you can go through here and pull one piece of scripture out, one, one verse, pull it out. Uh-huh. And I could probably come up with five different things that I can make that scripture oh, point to. Absolutely. And five different things that are not right. Mm-hmm. Because you got to read the ones before it and the ones after it. Yep. You got to know the context that the whole book was even wrote in, in the first place. Yep. Um, you know, and that's why I kind of wanted to give a little backstory on Romans when we first started, why it was so important. I mean, because you're like, well, why did Paul pick the Romans to write a letter to? What was so important about them? You mm-hmm. know, why didn't he write it to some of the Galatians? Oh, well, he did. But, I mean, you know, somebody else. Right. But, so, yeah, but to your point, yes, it's, it's a, that's, that's why context is so important. Because that is humorous. Well, it's mm-hmm. invisible. Right? They're clearly yeah. saying, what? Well, yeah. I don't have x-ray vision. You know? No. Well, um, keep reading. But, you know, yeah. I, can, I, can now, I can flip it, too, and we can go back to what we were saying earlier about having faith. Well, if it's, if it's his invisible attributes, his being God, if it's God's invisible attributes that are clearly seen, I have faith in God. I don't need to see God. I have faith. Well, then I have faith that He can make His invisible attributes seen. Sure. So I mean, you can you can yeah you can circle around yeah. it that way yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to read verse 21 because yep. you, you stopped at the end of 20 and 21. I think has I have notes written down on 21 for that that could pull some application. Okay. How can yes. we apply this to our lives? 21 says, Because although they knew God, they did not glorify Him as God, nor were thankful, but became futile in their thoughts, and their foolish hearts were darkened. And then 22 says, Professing to be wise, they became fools. How can we apply this to our lives? Be sure, be um, purposeful and glorify God and be thankful. Yes. 100%. My, I, I'll tell you my notes. My notes on from 18 to 32 as far as application, mm-hmm. keep God first. Mm-hmm. That's, my, that's my notes. It, keep God first. It goes back to a conversation that, that we've been a part of and it's like, okay, well, eight, you know, 18 on is talking a lot about, and even, you know, chapters 29 and 30, I have, you know, notes and certain, like 29 and 30 are, and 31 even, are just a list yes. of things not to do, if you yes. will. Things that were not fitting as of the end of 28. Yes. 
the problem that a lot of people have is they focus, oh, well, this tells me I can't do this and I can't, the, the, you can't, fo you don't focus on what not to do. You focus on God yes. and being thankful and glorifying God and staying consistent with God and in the word. And you'll, you'll find yourself doing the things that you should be doing and you don't even have to worry about the things you shouldn't be doing. They're null and void. They will definitely not. Come they're they're as not often. completely non-existent. Yes. Sure, no, but, but I mean, a lot of times you 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 you're gonna do or want to do what you're focusing on, and if you're focusing on don't do this, don't do this, don't do this, that's what you're constantly thinking about. Instead, right. think about God, glorify God, yes. be appreciative and thankful to God and His invisible attributes. Well, okay, to to put that into visual, mm -hmm. Jesus is walking across the water. Peter, if it's really you, call, call me to come to you. Mm -hmm. Okay, Peter, come. Peter gets out. As long as he's got his focus on Jesus, he's walking across the water. Yep. Well, all of a sudden, he gets worried about the storms that are building. Uh -huh. Takes his eyes off of Jesus, and he starts to sink. Yep. It's the same thing. Absolutely. Great, you, you Great analogy. You focus on yeah. the storms, mm -hmm. the, the, the bad things, storms. You focus on that, yep. and that's what you're going to be swallowed up. Mm -hmm. The devil's going to eat you alive. Absolutely. Keep your focus on God. I'm not going to tell you none of that thing will ever happen to you again. No. Because we're all human. We're all going to sin. Yeah. Even Paul goes on you know, and says, Lord, why is it I do the things I don't want to do mm -hmm. and I don't do the things I ought to do? Mm -hmm. Paul, is my, you know, this man here, yep. he ain't no different than we are. So, but do you want to be swallowed up by them mm -hmm. or trip over them? Yeah. That's the difference. Mm -hmm. Keep your eye. You got to keep. Well, your and, eyes and, it, on and Jesus. It, 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 and you know, and it says, you know, it, it doesn't that we're we're not going to have a life without trials and tribulations. Right. We live in a fallen world. I mean, we're all sinners when we're born. You have to be what it's called born again. Like we're in a fallen world, so you have to, you know, things are going to happen, and yes. you have to focus on the Word and on God and on His positive. You know everything about him. You just have to stay plugged into this 100%. thing. This book is amazing. It's thick. See how thick it is? Yours mm -hmm. a little thicker. Yours must be bigger wording or something. I don't know. Probably. But I don't remember how many pages are in it. Thousand, eighteen hundred, twelve hundred. I don't remember. I don't remember how many pages are in it. Doesn't matter. No. Nowhere in this book mm -hmm. does it say "Follow me, and everything will be grand." Nope. Everything will be perfect. You won't have any problems. Um, I think if if that were the case, then I think every wouldn't you think that everything would have been perfect for Jesus? Exactly. It wasn't even perfect for him when he no. was on this world. No, his own country denied him. Mm -hmm. The place where he was born and raised denied him. No, you're not the savior. Fifteen forty-six okay. of Scripture. Fifteen forty-six. Nowhere in there. No, not does once. it say follow me, and everything will be perfect. You'll have no problems, no worries. No, no. What it does tell you mm -hmm. is you'll have peace. You'll have knowledge. You'll have wisdom. And, you know, the peace from God doesn't make things go away. Mm -mm. It makes it easier to get through things. Mm -hmm. It's incredible. It is incredible. I, I mean, slight testimonial here. I had, this was probably... 2015, 2016, 
16, 17, somewhere in there. Anyway, irrelevant really. But um, I was I was super plugged in to going to church. I was super plugged into God's word. Um, it was at the time that I was auditioning to, to do the drums at church. I mean, I was just, for me, I was super plugged in. And for probably a year and a half, I had the most immaculate um, peace of God in my life. Mm-hmm. Things happened. Things didn't really bother me. Uh, I had a great attitude. Like it was, it was. I I had an aura. Like I could feel the peace of God mm-hmm. in my life mm-hmm. on my body. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I well, got pulled. I pulled away from that. Yep. I unplugged. Yep. I got out of this yep. on a regular basis. Come on now. And on now, for the it. last four years, I've I I. I can feel that feeling right now, emotional like I had it, you know, I, like it was yesterday, and I, sh- I am trying so hard to get it back. I, I'm about halfway there, but my point is, is that it's like this, plugged in here, plugged into people, plugged into community, of believers of this, mm-hmm. and it's just an aura that you can just feel, it's, it's and incredible. it's amazing. You know, I'll give a quick testimony. 2020, COVID happens. And I parked my truck. Rates were down. There wasn't much freight out there to move anyway. Mm-hmm. So now I'm facing no income. Got a chance to lose everything. And I parked my truck and I was okay with it. I wasn't stressed. I'm not going to say I didn't worry. I mean, there's always a little bit of worry. But I just... It was the most peaceful time of my life when my entire life was turned upside down. Yep. Now, one thing that's done, okay? Now I'm in a different situation because I got out of trucking, took a job that has a major cut in pay. I'm not worried about it. Mm-hmm. I have the peace. It's going to have it's going to all work out one way or another. Yeah, absolutely. Has, I don't I don't know to. how. Yes. Mhm. I don't know how, because God won't show me all the steps. Um, he doesn't work that way. Nope. Uh, but, you know, it was like, no, step out in faith and take the job. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about where the money's going to come from. Don't worry about how things are going to get paid. Uh, because literally on paper, I could write down my bills, look at the income I'm going to make and go, oops, bills are here, <laughs> income is here. We got a problem. Gaps Houston. Are, gaps. We have a problem. Gaps the wrong way. We have a problem. But I'm going to tell you right now. Every bill's paid. Every one of them. Mm-hmm. I don't know how. On paper, it doesn't work. Yep. It does not work on paper. And praise the Lord that he doesn't do math the way we do. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, he must be doing that. He's using lattice. Yeah, lattice, lettuce, something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, He's not using paper. No, that's no, for sure. No, because we just discussed it doesn't work on paper. <laughs> it don't work on paper. He um, he's not using paper. But you know, I ha- I still have my peace, and because of what I went through in 2020 with COVID and, and parking my truck for the eight months, I shut it down. I have faith that I'm going to get through this season. Mm-hmm. Because I already got through one season. Yep. This one's not as bad as that one was. Yep. I've got money coming in right now. I didn't have any money coming in then. Mm-hmm. 
but I got it coming in now. So this season is not as bad as that season. And if I got through that, by his grace, why wouldn't I get through this season? It just grows. It, that, that's yep. it grows your faith. Builds, builds, it builds, grows and your builds. Faith, you know, and and I, I talked to a couple of people at church, not not a whole lot. Like right before I was taking the job, whenever they were asking about, it, I was like, man, I was like, I don't know. I said, I, I'm. It's it's scary. But just because it's scary, doesn't mean you don't take that step of faith. Right. Um, you know. The day, it was really, really, really interesting. Because I think I actually told you this. It was scary leading up to it. And, well, let me, let me finish my encouragement part, sorry. Um, talking to those people. Oh, you know, I've been through something like that where I took a big cut and paid by choice. Mm-hmm. And it was scary. You know, just so you get that encouragement from other faithful people. They had faith it was going to work out. Mm-hmm. So now they're encouraging me with their faith. Yep. So that that's where you know the iron sharpens iron, and why it's good to be around other faithful believers, because you can be encouraged. But I, I was scared getting up into it, uh, up to the day I made the decision to take the job. I'm running it back and forth in my head, trying to use my own knowledge. Do not uh-huh. lean on your own understanding. Yep. I'm trying to use my understanding, and it's terrifying me. Okay, that's Satan. That's straight mm-hmm. up from Satan. Satan telling me, use your brain, kid. Use your brain. Well, that's scaring me. Yep. And so the day I accepted the job, that went away, and I was filled with peace. Just just like that. There was no more fear. Mm-hmm. I was not scared. I was not, you know, no. I accepted the job. I did it. It's over now. What's the next step? You know, so mm-hmm. it's, it's um, miraculous. I mean, it's, it's it's incredible. You know, we, we talked earlier about big miracles, small miracles. I mean, it's it, to me, it's not a miracle in the sense of what a lot of people think of miracles. But it, whenever you get that that instant shot of, oh, here, you know, it, it's it's miraculous to me the way that yes. it comes about. Yes, and, and you know, the thing about a miracle, take the word miracle out, and let's call it something different. God is moving. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. That person's healed. Well, God moved. Mm-hmm. That person raised from the dead. God moved. Okay. Yep. My fear went away and I got peace. God moved. Yep. It's the same thing. And yes, it's incredible. Yep. And it builds your faith completely. Absolutely. Um, the other thing I wanted to touch on here. Um, so, you know, we just the the people they didn't want to believe it. They suppressed it. They wanted to do things, you know, their own way, and so God gave them up to the uncleanness and the lust of their hearts to dishonor their own mm-hmm. bodies among themselves, who exchanged the truth of God for life, and worshipped and served the create cre- creature rather than the Creator, who is blessed forever. Mm-hmm. So for this reason, God gave them up to vile passions. Um, I'm not going to get into detail. I'm not going to read the details of all the stuff that they did. But down here it says, um, who knowing the righteous judgment of God, that those who practice such things are deserving of death, 
not only do the same, but also approve of those who practice them. Your circle matters. Yep. Your circle matters. Okay. Now, one thing that sticks out to me here, these people were suppressing the truth. We, we already just learned everybody knows about God. Everybody knows about God. The evidence is there. Okay. Mm -hmm. They suppressed it. Why? Because they, they wanted to follow their own desires. They wanted to live life their way. Right. They wanted to honor they themselves. They wanted to have fun. They wanted to have fun, which yeah. I'll tell you what, I ain't had more fun since I got with God than I ever had before. Um, but they, they wanted to worship the creature themselves. Mm -hmm. They okay, so or or idols. Yes. Mm -hmm. And and a relationship with God is a choice. Mm -hmm. And th th this shows it right here. God's saying, "Okay, look. You don't want to believe the truth. You want to suppress it. You want to go your own way. I'm going to let you go. Go for it. I'm going to let you go." Yeah. You know, yeah. Well, and I mean that you know that led verse twenty five leads to you know I have it written down here. It's an, it's another action step, another application for our lives, and it's the end of you know it's the for for the lie and worshipped and served the creature rather than the creator. So what that tells me is is what do I need to do? I need to be worshiping and serving the creator. Yes, I need to be worshiping and serving God, not me, not me, not an idol, not money, not anything. Don't chase happiness. Don't chase so-and-so. Chase God. Yes. Because you will get a joy that will last longer than happiness. Thanks, Grace Lyons. Um, so. You know, so our, our relationship with God, yeah, it's a choice. He's not going to force us. He's not going to force us to follow his ways, to worship him, to give him glory. He's not going to force it. Um, you know, our parents didn't force us to obey them so they could be like, hey, I told you what to do, and I told you I'd make you do it. No. The, the, the obedience they were trying to get was just to raise us and teach us, lead us to be good people. Mm -hmm. Okay, That's what obedience to God is. It's all God wants. You be obedient to God, our Father in heaven. That's what he wants. Now, our parents did not force anything upon us. Now, maybe some did out there. We're not going to get into that. But um, speaking of ours, nothing was forced upon us. It was a choice. Do I want to obey my dad mm -hmm. or not? I knew the consequences mm -hmm. of either decision. There were times where I suppressed the truth <laughs> and my rear end paid for it. But these people were so bad. You, I mean, you could say God gave up on them. You know, and I, I, I've seen parents do it with their kids. You know, they help them and help them so much and finally it's just like, look, me helping you is now enabling you. You got to go. Mm -hmm. You're on your own now. I'm giving you up to your own. Well, and, must, and I know. think in that analogy, I mean, you know, you think about, I mean, God and 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 then any parent are pretty similar in the fact that when they get to that point, and they they say, okay, you just you just gonna go do what you're gonna go do. 
when and if that person ever realizes and decides to turn around and change their life and come back to the Word of God and come back to God and to, to live life the right way, that parent, aka and God, are going to be there with arms wide open, welcoming them back in the house. Arms wide open. Prodigal son. Yep. Yep. So yep. it's, yeah, he gave up on them and said, fine, just go do. But he didn't leave. He didn't turn his back on them. No, he was there. He was there. He was there waiting and hoping. And that happens. You know, there's people people that do that. I, I guess you could say I did. I mean, I, 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 I gave my life to Christ at nine years old. Didn't know what I was doing. All mm-hmm. I knew is I didn't want to go to hell, and I wasn't going to hell no more. For the next 20 years of my life, ain't nobody around me knew I knew anything about the Word of Jesus. You couldn't tell. There was no fruits. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think we all we all do that. I think even sure. at some point, you know, even pastors and, you know, I, I think maybe not everyone, but I see a good majority of people that even solid foundation at some point in your life, something happens and you're going to stray. Mm-hmm. It may not, you know, the stronger they are, they may not stray as long or as far. Yeah. Um, I'm sure that there's, you know, X percent out there that are... You know they're hooked up from, from from day one of salvation all the way through. Yeah, I'm sure there are some. I mean, you know, you you'll 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 see them. You know, yeah, I you know I've been raised in church mm-hmm. and been there all my life. And age twelve knew I was going to be a preacher, and mm-hmm. you know, and and that happens. Yeah, and I think it's you know I'm going to call it human nature. I mean, it's not really human nature. It's just the battle of the spirits. Yeah, because um, it's all a spiritual battle. And I think it just the opportunities are there for you to question anything at any time. Well, you know, there's a constant war going on between good and evil in your head. Yep. And whatever you feed is going to grow. That's why staying in the Word is so important. Yep. And and I'm not even going to sit here and act like I've always been real good about being in the Um, Word. No. Um, But... That is definitely the way to feed the right spirit mm-hmm. to help block out. You know, then in the full armor of God, the sword of the spirit, your weapon is the word to fight mm-hmm. off the enemy. Yep. You know, stay in the word and you're always armed for battle and you're feeding the right spirit. Yep. So that's a whole other teaching. Yep. All right. So you that's, you know, just to kind of summarize what we've gone through here. You know, Paul had heard about a great church. The whole world had. He wanted to go visit them. But this, you know, this is just great application about waiting on God, mm-hmm. seeking the will of God. Okay. Now, let's look real quick. Actually, these people here, the ones that God gave to their own thoughts. Mm-hmm. They were worshiping the creature themselves. They wanted to do things their terms. On contrast, Paul didn't. Right. Paul wanted to go to Rome. Paul easily could have said, you know what, I'm buying my ticket tomorrow and I'm going. No. He was hindered somehow. We don't know what stones it was. In, right. He was tripping over. He was hindered somehow. Mm-hmm. 
So that told, you know, so he's like, no, he was submitting to the will of God. So he's showing us, you know, we are to submit to the will of God. We're all called to the gospel, to spread the gospel, to share the gospel. Um, and it all starts with faith. It all is surrounded by faith. Just like you said, you circle faith a bunch of times throughout there. The whole book, the whole chapter seems to be surrounded by faith. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm pretty sure we're going to see a lot more as we continue through the book of Romans. Yeah. Um, because faith is so important. Um, key, I mean, key, key takeaways and applications. Yes. Um, you know, we talked about worship and serve the Creator, worship and serve God. Um, glorify God, be thankful. Um, submit to his will submit to his will which is worshiping him um, as Paul said in, in verse 9 I mean pray you know pray without ceasing yes um, for others and your situation absolutely. as well you know being thankful you know that, that that is one thing I know we touched on it but I just feel it needs to be touched on again he is praying all the time thanking God for these people that he doesn't even know yep. he just knows what they're doing mm-hmm. you know I don't do that. I hear about good ministries all the time doing good works. And I don't I don't include in my prayers. Thank God thank you for them. Mm-hmm. You know. I should. Yep. Evidently. You know. Um yep. and surround your people with other faith. Surround yourself with other people of faith. Um, church is so important, you know. You don't go to church so the church can make money. You don't go to church because the coffee and donuts in the morning. I had a guy ask me one time, you going to church yet? No, I ain't found a good church. And I wasn't even looking. That's what I kept telling this guy. I'd read my Bible and study and grow that way, but I just, I didn't want to go to church. And every, probably two or three times a week, every time I saw him, you going to church yet? Found a church, found a church, found a church, found a church. No, 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 no. And one day he came to me and he said, you found a church yet? And I said, no. He said, why not? And I said, I understand. Found one I want to go to. He goes, let me ask you a question. You ever cook with charcoal? I said, oh, yeah, all the time. He goes, you know how you pile them briquettes up in a nice pile and you light them on fire and they all start glowing red and everything? I was like, yeah. He goes, what happens if you grab one of those briquettes out and sit over here? And I said, well, you'll burn your fingers. (laughs) 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 No, what happens if you take that briquette out and sit over here by itself? And I said, well, it'll cool off. He said, get your butt in church. You have to surround yourself with people. That's why Mm -hmm. you go to church. Yeah community yes yes it's community Um, it's for that encouragement you know just like I said there was two couple people at work that I talked about my job change I got Mm -hmm. encouraged they didn't tell me their story they just gave me enough to know okay you've walked these steps before had the faith it worked out for you so thank you for the encouragement you know Um, man you know what this this chapter ends talking about people not worshiping God, worshiping themselves. But yet, if you if you read verses one through seventeen, which is what we covered, mm-hmm. everything we just pretty much we just summarized. Everything in there is worshiping God. So the first seventeen verses are ways to worship God. Mm-hmm. Eighteen through thirty-two, the last fourteen fifteen verses are ways not to worship God. Mm-hmm. 
Well, that's that's just incredible. So let's worship God. Yes, sir. Well, that pretty much wraps up week one, Romans chapter one. We will be back next week with Romans chapter two. Uh, please feel free to follow along. Um, and leave in the comments any questions you may have. Share your thoughts on what we just went over. Encourage us. Um, if you'd like to follow along, go through Romans 2 and read it. And then whenever we put out ne next week's video, we'll go through it and you can follow along with it there. And you'll have your notes and you can come in to the comment section. And like I said, you know, put your thoughts, comments, and stuff in. And the comments are there for everybody to read also. Not just, you know, you may comment something that somebody else comes along and reads it and they get encouragement. That's what this is for. So we all get a better understanding. We know Christ more and we're here to encourage each other. Yep. So, uh, please, if you got value, if you're enjoying this, like it, subscribe, Hit your notification bell so you know when we upload the next video. Join, join us on this journey uh, following Christ. Join us on the journey. Yep. Uh, as, as we like to say and kind of our, our background um, motto here is uh, let us focus on living a life and dying in a way that through, our re through remembering us that Christ is what's remembered. Christ may be known. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, let us pray before we go. Yes, let's go. Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you for this time today. Lord, I thank you for, for your word. And thank you for everyone that, that joined us, that's watching this. Father, thank you for, for sending the Holy Spirit to us, Father, and speaking the words through us so that we may um, encourage others, um, yes. God, that we may be focus on you and all glory to you, God. Um, thankful for you and for sending your Holy Spirit to, to show us the scriptures and to show us the stories and the lessons, Lord. Um, we, just, we just pray that you would continue to, to bless us all and bless everyone watching this, Father, and that you would continue to speak to us through your word um, and encourage us um, as we strive to get to know you more and to know your Son, Jesus Christ, more. Yes. Lord, uh, we pray these things in your Son, Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We look forward to seeing you guys next week. Same time, same place.